Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Today, we are introducing our new segment called Eavesdropping with Olivia and Lisa. <laughs> Part one. We <laughs> hope you guys enjoy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm a naturally very angry person. I think I am too. It has to come from childhood though, right? Were there angry people in your life? No, or I think it has to do with... Were um, you suppressed? I think it has to do with... Um, no. Uh, personality. Things don't make Arturo mad. He doesn't express Seth in that doesn't way. get mad. Mm-hmm. He's gone but mad like think- two times in our marriage. I think that my anger has to do with being suppressed in childhood with my emotions. So... My dad is a five on the Enneagram, and I'm pretty sure my mom is two. She mm-hmm. might be a two, but that might also just be a because she grew up being in a hospitable environment. But neither of my parents really share their emotions, feelings, kind of have to guess where they're at, which is not good for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just on like the more unhealthy side of the five. Mm-hmm. Not that it's bad to be a five. Absolutely not. But I never knew where they were at, especially my dad. Can you describe what a five is for anybody who doesn't know what the Enneagram is? A five, they are, I believe, the detectives. Mm. They're always analyzing situations and they know everything that's going on. They're absolutely not stupid. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. They're very mindful. They don't really talk a lot usually. I'm also mainly describing fives I know. My oldest sister is also a five. I am looking it up to get the exact little paragraph. Oh, perfect. I realized the other day I was like, everyone talks about Enneagram, but I think a lot of people don't know, know what the it. Enneagram is. That's um, This small, just the little one is perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really introspective. Yes. Really like, don't really like show feelings, emotions. Yeah. But that's kind of like what we were talking about when we had Renee on, which mm-hmm. seemed like 10 years ago, um, about is it nature versus nurture? Like, are you born True. with certain traits that like naturally make you more of an introvert? Because that obviously is how you're born. Like yeah. people that are more, I mean, obviously, I mean, I couldn't say that 100% because maybe someone's more inter- introverted because they've been hurt. But like the way people per- like act in a, in a group setting there's always the really loud, boisterous one that wants the attention, which mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. There's always the one that's just kind of sitting there because they don't want to talk to people. I think that is inherent. Like, I think you're born with that. But then maybe the things like secretive, mm-hmm. I think that is learned. Maybe in the investigator, mm-hmm. that is learned. But then the other p- parts, like it, it almost, they, they like almost work hand in hand. Yeah. Coming from somebody who has no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> but I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, I could totally see that. And so... I, I would say for myself that anger comes from learning it from my dad. Unless it's a genetic thing from my dad. And that's Could be. why. And so my both my sisters 
they don't really blow up. Oh. Well, my first sister might. Like, there just gets a point. There's a point where it just everything is adding up. And then it's just like, blow up. I can't handle this anymore. What do I do? And then crying and tears. Mm-hmm. And that's especially hard for my sister since mm-hmm. she's a five to share those emotions. Mm-hmm. I don't get to the point of tears. I'm just mad. Mm. Like I get really pissed. It's a different situation. I so guess it's yeah. tears about like blowing up over something else where it's like okay I can't handle this anymore and mm-hmm. it's like a really sad thing or whatever yeah and I guess with Arturo it's different because I almost always cry because there's just more at stake with your partner I feel like true um, but I don't cry with when I'm in a fight with anybody else mm-hmm. usually there's only certain point when I'll cry out of frustration mm-hmm. and that's pretty rare but that's mm-hmm. only when I'm at my like seven hour in breaking point and something happens type mm-hmm. of thing but I feel like that's what this last week was. Yeah. So I, I can be kind of introspective and I get to a point where I realize I haven't been sharing my feelings and emotions and I haven't, not that I haven't been my best self, but I haven't been taking care of myself enough. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, everything around me frustrates me and it annoys me. And so like my house, I hate just drives me crazy living in a one-bedroom house and I have four people living here even though two of them are pretty much half people two of them are little nuggets <laughs> yeah little chicken little nuggets. skin nuggets ew excuse you that's what I call all little children no 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 so you're a little big cute. skin nugget yeah ew <laughs> are you funny. a big skin like a big pinky <laughs> tender yeah grilled though what <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> Um, At least I didn't call I him a skin think sack. You need, I think you also need pigment to be grilled. I don't really have. Exactly. Shrewd. <laughs> Baked? I don't know. Baked. Just anyway. dried. Um, so you have four. You have two humans four and two little grilled humans. nuggets living here. <laughs> I am not accepting that. Um, and so I, I just got to a breaking point. So I was telling Olivia that I I got to the point where either Bear or Mav were crying all day long. If one of them's not crying, then the other one is. Or they're both crying at the same time. Neither of them were sleeping. They were waking up early every single day. Neither of them were also eating. They both went on like food strikes. It was just very frustrating. Are they out picketing on the porch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> strike, strike. Oh, that's cute. No thinking food. Of, no thinking food, of bear no. dressed up like a little like oh. a newsie holding a little <laughs> sign. That's cute. Yeah. You should do that for Halloween. No, thanks. <laughs> um, I, I actually think I want him to be Bam Bam. Anyways, different subject. That's cute, actually. I know. And you'll be Wilma? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought of it. Cute. I'll be that's not big enough to be i'll be betty is that her name i can't remember the one with black hair someone has black hair oh her uh friend yeah right um okay question do you think that this has to do not to be like the typical person which is the most annoying question ever but do you think this has to do with hormones and that feeling because i know when i triggered when i am annoyed at every single thing around Mm -hmm. me i know it's hormonal and it usually only lasts for a couple days but i know that that's my trigger point maybe 
so I didn't take my man attack for two days. Yeah. And that is when I had my breaking point. But even when I took my man attack for two days after that, I was still not better. But mm-hmm. I think that I hopefully this makes sense, but I've tried to make sense of it in my brain. I won't take my man attack for two days. I'll blow up. And, and Manatech is a natural hormonal yes, stabilizer. It's not, it's just plant-based um, and it helps your hormones. And so when I blow up, I'm going crazy about all of these things that are frustrating me. But what I realized is that they're all valid things and they're very real things. Mm-hmm that I've kept to myself and that's why I ended up blowing up about it but when I take my Manatech it's almost like yeah all of these things like are kind of bothersome but I can control my emotions because of the Manatech and so when I don't take the Manatech it's like I can't handle those things anymore right but they're so now they're bothersome to an extreme level and that's when I can't handle it anymore. And I feel like I have to change things, even if things are fine again mm-hmm. in my brain. Right. And so now, but also all of this stuff was happening because the boys weren't doing well. Mm-hmm. And so the boys aren't doing well. All of a sudden, my house being a mess is very frustrating. And the laundry not being done is very frustrating. And I just need to get out. And so even when I took time to myself, mm-hmm. I still was having a hard day. So what can we do to not get to that point? Good question. We have we. Been, I'm, I'm saying you and me. I'm here with you. Yes. I'm on your train. Um, I did mean means up. But <laughs> I met you. You and me. also talked to me about it. You're yeah. like, well, what point like do you start antidepressants again? Or you talk mm-hmm. to your doctor. But, you know, they always say like like it's fine to be anxious about stuff or get mad but you need to figure out why you're getting to that point so instead of stopping it when you get there you stop it before it even happens and so figuring out what all of these extenuating circumstances are that are getting you to that point and then being intentional about fixing even if it's like because I feel like a lot of times especially as women we go oh that's dumb like I need organized I know this sounds dumb but I need organizing stuff it's like no that doesn't sound dumb is that going to help you then you should do it, you know? Yeah, so my issue, I I have anxiety really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also what my antidepressants were helping with. So when my depression went away, my anxiety went away, all of a sudden I actually didn't need anti-anxiety pills. So that was really great. It helped. It helps. My man attack also helps with my anxiety. <clears throat> and it helps me feel okay with the mess and the clutter so with my anxiety getting really bad such as last week my OCD will kick in Mm -hmm. and along with OCD it's a it's a mental disorder and so that's when my eating disorder can kick in which it didn't luckily but I was still getting those thoughts like well, don't eat. And I'm like, well, that's not a good thought. I'm not going to listen to that. But my OCD thoughts, I was having a really hard time with those ones because I can't control that. I can't control what my house looks like right now. And I have to be okay with that to an extent because there's only so much I can do to keep me sane. Mm -hmm. After having a conversation with Zav and feeling heard, all of a sudden it just clicked And 
I felt better. This was also two days after taking my man attack. I upped my dose for those two days. And I've been better about taking it ever since. And so after feeling like I was heard and we can carry on the conversation about remodeling our house, I feel better. But I mean, the reason I wanted to do this episode on anger is because when I was talking to Olivia, I mean, I was crying. I actually couldn't believe I was being so upfront and honest with her because talking about anger is really difficult for me. I'm also trying to look for a counselor right now so I can talk through these things and see what the root issue is. But when I have anger, I want to throw things. Mm -hmm. And I did. (laughs) I really hate saying that. And I felt like such an awful mom because I was not talking to Bear very well. Um, I was not being considerate. I felt like I was absolutely failing. And it took everything in me to control my tone and not yell. All of these things that I feel like as a mom I am failing at if I do. And I'm still having a really hard time combating that. Even though Zav will tell me, like, that doesn't make you a bad mom. I'm like, I don't know. Because now I'm seeing Bear throw things when he's frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I've absolutely done that. Um, but, but bad, it's like when you're in an argument with somebody and they say, you shouldn't say that person's a jerk. You should say they're being a jerk uh, in that moment. Uh-huh. So, like, you're not a douchebag. But right now you're acting like one. Hmm. So for you, you're not a bad mom. That's like the biggest blanket statement over your entire career as a mom. Yeah. You're like moonlighting as a mom. (laughs) And so for you, it could have been like, I had a really bad day and I did not talk to my son the way I should have. Mm -hmm. That day was bad. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even I wouldn't condone saying it, but maybe even I was bad that day. Not a bad mom. Mm-hmm. As a human, you're a human being. Yeah. Because your new title, just because you have kids, isn't Lisa's a mom. It's like, yeah. no, Lisa's a human and she has her kids. And you as a human were having a bad day. Yeah. So I don't I don't think you should ever make these. It's just like how if Zav yelled at Bear, you wouldn't be like, you're a bad dad. You would be like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah. And now we're going to learn from it. And you did learn from it. Yeah. And you're, oh, you gosh. were going to do it again. And I told you when you were talking to me that it wasn't weird and I was like I'm not a mom and I've thrown stuff so which it's so funny because when I'm having those moments I'm like other people wouldn't do this other people don't do this and every time I've had those thoughts the next day or later that day someone will tell me like oh my gosh that's actually happened to me I can't believe I just told you that and I'm like whoa okay that's really crazy yeah because the likelihood of you doing something that no one else does is like so not thin. Like, like I don't think that's even possible. Like most of us do everything that I'm somebody has done. Other than you and me, <laughs> our good days were totally unique. But I mean, I think you know, there most mothers get to their breaking point. And it's not something I hear enough. Right, especially which isn't good. (laughs) Exactly, and that's why I hate sharing things as far as my anger, since I feel like I haven't gotten it under control. But at the same point, when will I? 
will I ever really have this thing under control? And I shouldn't feel like I can't talk about things when they're perfect because when would I ever talk about them? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when we had our interview with Becca Tilly. Um, we were talking about, especially as nines, the peacemakers, we never want to share our opinions Oh, I should stop talking about the Enneagram. It's just so easy to relate back to it because it helps me understand myself and other people a lot and why I do things. So I don't like to share my opinion or share things that are going on with me because I don't want other people to feel like... Like... You're a bad mom? Yeah, I'm a bad mom, I guess. Or like... I don't condone this behavior, you know? Like, I do not condone yelling at kids, personally. Right, but you're a mom. But I make mistakes. Yes. And so that is a mistake I made. You First of all, you didn't throw something at Mm -mm. Bear, okay? Mm -mm. I'm not defining that for the audience. I'm saying, like, that is very different. If you did do that, um, that still wouldn't make you a bad mom, but you would need to take a step back and figure out why that happened, Mm -hmm. right? You threw something out of frustration. Yeah. You're a human being. His toy. Yes. Broke half of it. Who cares? <laughs> Literally, who cares? Like, looking looking at that broken toy, it's like a reminder of... Should hang it up on the wall anger. and just put shame. <laughs> oh my gosh, I might as well. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's no difference between... I think we put emotions at different levels. Like there's no difference between the emotion of anger as there is to being um, overly sad. Like people Mm. that cry about everything all the time, that's not good either. You know, people that make light of every single situation and don't take it seriously, that is also bad. Mm. There's a difference between getting angry and maybe you've punched a few people. Like there are people (laughs) with anger problems that literally have restraining orders or have to go into counseling for anger and that is something completely different than you've reached your breaking point as a mom you are so freaking tired maybe you're hormonally imbalanced and you throw something yeah that doesn't mean you're condoning the behavior it just means I'm freaking a human being like we are all sinners maybe you'll never get it under control yeah but maybe we just need to figure out why what leads that leads up to that point you know so for you because you've also thrown a thing. Like what? At a kid. What Let's helps just say you? it. No, you have not. <laughs> Directly at a kid. Um, like, have you figured out since then or after you do something like that? Like, oh, here's how I can stop it before it's happened. I've been able to do that a couple times. But since this is like a breaking point I haven't had for a little bit, I kind of forgot about just like not throwing something and I just did it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't thinking through. So have you figured out a way to like combat that anger or like have you figured out ways to breathe through it? Um, not really. I would say it hasn't happened may- maybe like three times. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's happening because of things that I know I cannot change. And so a lot of it is like it's so circumstantial to mm-hmm. what's going on in my life. It's so like I still live at home. I still have, you know, like I'm still working on things financially. I'm still growing my business and I can't just directly and go and change that stuff. Right. And so not not I'm not saying like oh money buys happiness, but in certain cases like money buys financial freedom, mm-hmm. <laughs> which would make me not get to that point. Yeah. Um I get out of it pretty quick. Like I'll reach that pinnacle point 
of like a volcano. Yeah, I reached that point. It's only alone. I don't think I would do it in front of anybody else. And I do reach that point where... <laughs> It's kind of like that scene in Mean Girls, you know, when she finds out that Katie does all that stuff and she's screaming throughout her whole house, you know, like just continuously Uh screaming. That's kind of how it feels like, but like for five seconds. This girl is a fabulous. It's so so funny. See, look at her. Regina George is great. Like she has anger problems. Um, But sometimes, honestly, it helps me for a second to literally just scream at the top of my lungs for one second and then I actually feel better Mm -hmm. and then I go I'm an idiot all right that was so dumb and then I go to my room and within probably 20 minutes I'm actually already like forgiving Mm -hmm. whatever like Mm -hmm. if it's maybe an argument or something's going on I'm already on the tail end of it Mm -hmm. and I can get over that hump really really quick I forgive people really really easily Mm -hmm. um me too. Unless I'm trying to teach them a lesson. Ooh, okay. <laughs> That's a podcast for a different time. I'm kind of kidding. That's interesting. Yeah. I would like to hear that later. Um, I'm I'm kidding. Like, kind of. No. But like, no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I just think that like, some, like for me, I think this is what it is if I'm dissecting it, which I guess this is what it's for, is like, if it's not with immediate family, like family or your spouse that's so different because like we were saying before there's so much at stake and so many emotions Mm -hmm. involved but when it's with other people like I've had a couple of instances which something even happened a couple weeks ago with people that like are friends but not like the closest friends and I think what it is is I ignore the behavior for so long because it's not my place to say anything Mm -hmm. like you just you do you okay you know and it'll be things that are like very not okay like racial comments Mm -hmm. or things that I'm like can you not say that very calm hey can you don't say that you know that kind of stuff that's why I love you because you can speak out against those things I just get super uncomfortable and just don't yeah, I talk to those people. Arturo, Arturo said something one time that was really good. And he said, when you want somebody to not do something, say, if you respect me, will you stop talking like that? Mm. Because then if they don't, that really tells a lot about who they are as a person. Mm. Um, and then it's not so much as like, tisk tisk tisk. Don't say that. Because mm-hmm. I don't think people, especially men, I don't think respond to that type of thing. Really quick. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I'm reading a behavior book. I have since gotten like five behavior books for children and that's actually one of them. It's not that you just say no. It's I don't like it when you do that because this, this, this. Talk to them like an adult. And I'm like, wow, I actually need to talk to adults more like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because one big thing for me, which is kind of a side note, is I and I've always been like this and I have gotten in trouble for it like all growing up but like no does not mean no to me I need you to explain to me why like do not just look at me and say no it's fine that you're saying no but I actually want to know the reason even if the reason is I really just don't want to do that because I hate that I'd be like all right I get that more but when you say no to me I feel like you're trying to dominate over me if that makes sense or domineer or whatever you would say 100 percent, and that's a huge thing for me Mm -hmm. like just have open dialogue but anyway what I was 
was saying like when it's with other people and I ignore the behavior for so long just to be respectful which I don't ignore it if it's like racial I'll say no Mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden there will be a a peak or a turning point that like that had happened which I don't want to get into that but it was something that was like now you're directing it towards me and now I'm pissed. So I think I get to this point where I'm like, I have ignored you for so long. Mm. And now I'm standing up out of my chair and I'm yelling at you. And I think it's actually okay because I hate it when people justify behavior and they're never called out. Because if you don't get called out, how do you learn? Mm-hmm. And I'm sick and tired of you and you need to hear this. <laughs> and that's where, whether that is Christ-like or not, it was a very respectable conversation. Mm-hmm. It actually ended really good and every it, everything was diffused or ended well. Excuse me. Oh. The whole conversation calmed down and we're totally fine, which that was probably one of the best. I told Arturo, I was like, I was kind of impressed with myself because I went up and down really quick and I don't usually do that. So anyway. Well, that's great awareness. Yeah. And that means you're working on it. Yeah, especially because there was like an audience. (laughs) So (laughs) that'll really help you get down. Um, But I think that anger is important at some points because it really shows people how you're feeling. And I'm not saying anger, like justifying, like hitting somebody or like calling people names. No, that didn't happen that whole time. It was more of like, you need to shut your mouth and you need to listen to other people. And if you can't, then that's fine. Then we're not going to have this conversation mm-hmm. type of thing. Anger, so. feelings aren't wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I even told Zav, I apologized for being upset. And he's like, don't apologize for being upset. That's not something you apologize for. And I'm like, well, I feel so wrong about it. And he was like, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to get mad because there's a reason behind it and you had really good reason and that I've heard that before especially actually in one of his teachings but it was a really hard thing to swallow because I was always told like don't have emotions like don't cry why are you crying like why are you sad don't be sad even if it's something small like oh don't be sad it's okay like I don't tell my kids that we don't say like don't cry And that's because they're crying for something. Mm -hmm. They're crying for a reason, especially right now. Bear, he doesn't know how to talk and say what he wants. So he's going to cry. And I have to accept that. And that's really hard because I don't do well with crying. Neither does my mom. So Mm -hmm. we never really cried. (laughs) We just got what we wanted. (laughs) Um, Well, me. I'm speaking for myself. So I'm learning... I'm trying to be way more intentional about my words and I'm figuring out as I go, okay, you know what? Like you just fell on the floor and you actually didn't really fall. You pretended to fall. And we tell him, I think you're okay. Mm -hmm. And then if he's like still crying, I'm like, you know what? You haven't eaten in a few hours and that's my bad. Mm -hmm. So you're actually crying because you did fall and even though it didn't really hurt you you're actually upset because you didn't eat and that's actually my bad Mm -hmm. and so just figuring out things like that but isn't it interesting that you're figuring that stuff out for him but who's figuring that stuff out for you 
Um, <laughs> you know, because if you just thought you just went through all of the variables for him mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, we found out it's because he didn't eat. And so it's like, think about how many variables could be happening for your buildup and how do you get to that spot where you know yourself so well, you're like, this is why, you know, because for me, like when I'm hungry, I know the Mm -hmm. emotion. It's like a specific type of crying. Mm -hmm. I'm like crying because I have no energy left as opposed to like, there will be times when even though I cry a lot with Arturo, which is weird because I'm not a crier at all, (laughs) but I he'll tell me I can tell you're really really sad right now and there's a difference between being angry and when he's like I can tell that there's something deeply deeply wrong Hmm. and so it's like knowing yourself enough to be like this is actually like so so sad and then being like I'm actually just mad right now (laughs) you know what I mean so I would just wonder what your your points would be well this is new yeah so I think it'll just take time understanding myself Mm-hmm. And then allowing even other people to see these sides of me and talking through things like that's why I didn't keep it from you because it was a real thing happening. And I'm like, well, you're probably eventually going to see me in a stage like this. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted you to know you weren't just canceling just because. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I got to tell her something. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to podcast. And I was like, you know what? This is not going to happen today. I, I just, I physically, I mentally, I, every single emotion in me, I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. And just out of that, I started talking about why and everything that happened. And you helped me process through those things. And it was before me and Zav could even talk about it. And I didn't understand really what was going on. And you just helped me like think through everything and told me to take time for yourself And then Zav also helped me analyze things. So I think other people seeing these things in me, especially because other people can notice things about you before you notice. Mm -hmm. And that's especially true with being a nine where we don't really understand ourselves. And that's Mm -hmm. especially true for myself. I Mm -hmm. don't know myself as well as I think other people know me. Yeah. And I love other people knowing me too. Yeah. I think that one thing that could be helpful for you is maybe when you're in that space, having a journal and like writing down the lead up points. And then currently, even if it's dumb, like I am so mad at that container in my fridge because it's in the way and it just fell. Mm -hmm. And I'm so pissed. I just kicked it across the room. Mm -hmm. Writing that down. Wow. How (laughs) how (laughs) accurate. When did you see that? (laughs) Um, I have cameras in here. Um, Because, and that's what I was telling somebody one time who um, has really severe bipolar and and just figuring out like you need to have a journal where you write this stuff down so that when you're good in a good headspace you can read this back later and figure it out because I do know myself and I almost think it's worse what I do because I know mm-hmm. like I know that I'm getting to that spot and I usually don't stop it or I, I let myself live in that it was um, happening to me too yeah but it could help you if you really feel like you don't know yourself or like there's funny things like I can tell like I I have like things that for Arturo where he has like faces like I say you have like your EF face on it's like your eating face or you have like your SF face or your stressed face like oh. I can tell with him like when yeah. he's at a certain point I, and I can tell with Sav too yeah so maybe write stuff down maybe you know what you could even do 
is record yourself on your your thing and don't mm-hmm. listen to it but record it and then maybe even just send it to Zav and be like I'm not going to ever listen to this but I just want you to know this is my process in those moments and I need you to help me because you know me better than I know myself hmm. you know I think that's really good it would scare me oh, if you heard that I did just burp excuse me um I I've thought of writing these moments down for a different reason but the reason I don't is because are you looking at my pretty nails (laughs) yeah I'm annoyed that I don't have nails (laughs) nails. um the reason I don't is because I'm just so ashamed I know and it's really hard to look at those moments because those are I feel like the feeling moments but they're learning moments yeah they're not I would say almost even take the word of shame out of your vocabulary and maybe even put in embarrassed you could be embarrassed I am embarrassed but I think shame unless you do something truly truly shameful which you don't and you won't maybe you will but I don't know but I'm just saying like shame is kind of like that whole thing of being a bad mom like shame is such Mm. a huge word shame is like you are like you you're not even dignified to be here and you are you know if we want to get into it that is it's like a worth thing yeah 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 so then I think you need to figure out why you're feeling the shame because for example the one time I threw something I was pissed off at I don't even remember and I went inside the house and I grabbed a slipper and I threw it as hard as I could across the room and I was screaming embarrassing L, my little puppy, mm-hmm. was so scared. She ran into the living room and was just barking. I felt so bad. Mm-hmm. I went into the living room and I picked her up and I was like, because she was new. She hadn't even mm-hmm. been there that long. And I was like, she probably thinks I'm going to hurt her. Oh so I picked her gosh. up and I held her. And then Arturo walked in later and he goes, why is like the slip over there? And I was like, I just didn't even hide it. I was like, oh, I threw it because I was pissed. And he just kind of laughed. So I think it's good to remember, like, am I ashamed of that moment? No. Am I freaking embarrassed because of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But shame is like, it's it's a deep, deep rooted thing. Now I'm looking back on it and I'm like, oof, yeah, I felt a whole, I just get really negative thoughts about myself and like why yeah. am I a mom you yeah, know and I get it I think you should write that stuff down even if it's to never look at it even if it's to just show it to your counselor even if it's to show it to Zav maybe you could even take those pages and give them to the Lord mm. take them and not look at them and, and give them to God you know because mm-hmm. I think it's normal to feel that stuff like I'm not oh a mom. trust me I was actually praying through like every single emotion I was having and I'm like oh I know you can't just like I mean you can you can just fix me in this moment I know I'm supposed to be learning something from this but like just take it away like I don't want these thoughts especially thoughts of like like I'm such a bad mom like why did I have children like I'm gonna ruin them and so I just feel like like I'm ruining my children what am I gonna do to them because I don't want them to feel like they can't have emotions because I I was saying things like stop crying like I can't handle this anymore and I'm saying this to a two-year-old yes but if you are you're a human you can only handle crying so much I would be way worse than you I don't think so no dude 
I can't even I remember babysitting one time and I was playing Monopoly with these kids and we were only playing for like 30 minutes and I was so tired of it I just pretended to sneeze and I just threw the whole game on the floor and I said whoops oh okay thank you I don't tolerate I just don't tolerate it like I'm so annoyed stop I just and it's hard because I'm like well are we just really similar or do other people actually go through that everyone goes through it I don't think you and I are similar in that way Everybody goes through their own things that that make them feel yeah embarrassed or you know shameful. Yeah. You're not you can only handle so much and that's what I was telling you before. You're yeah, a human being. It's true. It's it's hard to yeah, give myself grace in that. Which whatever is my word of the year. I shouldn't do that anyways. It'd be weird if you didn't. Yeah. You know, it'd be weird if you never had those moments of freaking out it'd be like what's wrong with you you know yeah are you bottling that up are you gonna stab your husband in your sleep because you bottled it up for so many years (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) that's true I, I guess I am glad I'm not just keeping it to myself yeah well, that's today's episode. I felt like you guys needed to hear that. Do you, in those moments, um, which obviously sounds so simple, but do you ever, like, go in your room and, like, get on your knees and just take really deep breaths? Mm-hmm. Does it not help at all? In the moment, it wasn't helping because I remember getting up and I'm like, I'm still here. They're still crying. Yeah. There's still a mess everywhere. I still haven't eaten and it's 3 p.m. and I haven't taken care of myself at all today. Which I was telling you I think was the biggest problem. Maybe. Is there a way for you to, obviously I know Zav couldn't take, and then you ended up going to your mom's house. Mm -hmm. But in those moments in the future when maybe you can't do that, is there a way that you could grab even like a snack and then go sit out on the porch and just let them stand in here and cry for 10 minutes just to take some time. Um, yeah. Again, it's just like, I'm going to come back to it. And so yeah. it's specifically last week, I feel like was a lot different from other weeks because I was coming out of a cold mm-hmm. and I already didn't have any sleep um, because Mav was waking up like three times in the night. And then on top of that, I had... Well, because of I was getting better from the cold, I I was just so exhausted and so tired and I was like getting it all out of my system and then I was taking care of the kids and I didn't have any help and yeah. then everything was like chaos around me. Um, yeah. And so other times I was like, okay, I can get out of the house for, you know, just a few minutes. If I just like take a few breaths, I can gain back control of my mind. Yeah. And I can come back and talk to my toddler with patience. Mm-hmm. It was different this week. Yeah. And so I that's that. and so that's why Zav was like, well, should we talk to your doctor? And I'm like, first of all, I'm on it <laughs> I'm <laughs> because I'm already now. having these <laughs> thoughts. And I was like, well, is my Manatech just not working? And because there were a couple of days I was taking it. But I was like, you know what? I'll just up my dose. See what happens. It must not have 
have been a hormonal thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think it always has to do it, with, yeah, oh, I don't it think could so. be postpartum or it could be medication. I think it was just a bad week. It's a bad week. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's okay. Like there are going to be times where you literally have to just get your kids in the car and you have to go and you have to drop them off with that's, somebody. That's what, that's exactly what I yeah. did. My Zav ended up saying like, I can't help you. I know you're having a really bad day. I can't help you today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to call your mom. I don't care what you say because I was like, yeah. no, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just had to tell you like I'm not having it today. He's like, nope, I'm not taking that. Either my mom's going to come over and help you clean. Something's going to happen differently. My mom called me. She's like, hey, Sav called me. She knew it was serious. She was like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to come over or do you want to come over here? I'm like, honestly, mom, like I'm fine. If like I just cried a little bit. I think I'm okay. Like, don't worry about me. I really don't want you to worry about me. My mom's like, and this is actually the first time she took control. And it was like, so awesome. She was like, no, either I'm coming over there and I'm going to help you a little bit. And then you can come over with me or you just come over. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, gosh. And so after like five minutes of going back and forth, like, no, mom, I'm fine. I'm fine. She's like, no, I think it is better if you just come over. I was like, okay, I think I agree. I just need to get away from the house. It's really frustrating me. Everything's everywhere. I kind of just hate this house right now. Mm-hmm. And I went over. Things got okay. It was still really difficult because they still weren't sleeping. But at least I was around other people. Yeah. And I felt like I had a little bit more help. Mm-hmm. So you remember when we started the podcast mm-hmm. and I was like, this is my podcast. You uh-huh. can't help me. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I was still figuring out if I could trust you as my co-host, which totally makes sense. Yes. And then you would offer to do things. And then I would say, no, I'm good. And then I would you would offer to do things and I would say, no, I'm good. And then it got to a point where it hurt your feelings because it made you feel like I didn't trust you. Mm-hmm. And then I let you do things and you felt better. So that's what you need to do. Yeah. Because you asking for help does not make you any less of a mom. It actually makes you a better mom because you have to think that your kids, bottom line, were just not getting the best version of you that day. True. And if that means that they need to go be around their grandma, you're actually loving them more by saying, I'm actually not fine. I'm actually really, really not fine. And I really, really need to come to you because I'm about to freaking kill somebody. Mm-hmm. That makes you a better mom and a better person. Yeah. So don't say that you're fine when you're not fine. Even if that means I don't know about kids, but if I need to come over here and watch them while you take a nap, like something you need to get to that spot in your head where you don't think it's like shameful to have help. It's really hard because I don't want to scare other people. And I felt like I was like scaring my mom. And I know people more if they hear from your husband, you know, Yeah, I know. And so I think that's when my mom knew. I yeah. don't know what Zav said to my mom and, yeah. and to Zav's mom. Zav's mom ended up calling me while my mom, I was on the phone with my mom and left me this voice message because I've told Tina about um, my mother-in-law, about like my really bad thoughts and the moments where I was absolutely at my lowest and just the thoughts of like, I still get thoughts, which I think are demonic um, about like hurting myself And so even last week, I was getting thoughts of doing bad things to myself, um, hurting myself to like 
not feel something, but to get control of the situation yeah mm-hmm. it's a control thing it is you a can't control, control thing. your kids and that's why I think it is really really important to remember if you feel like you're out of control then actually your kids would be better off with somebody else just totally. for that day you know so it scares yeah. I have people in my life that go I just didn't want to tell you what was going on because I don't want to burden you meanwhile oh, me. they're Always. acting out they're doing all this stuff I think it's me I think that they're mad at me. And then it comes to the point, it wasn't you at all. I just don't want to burden you. I'm like, all right, well, listen. You burdened me. <laughs> you Well, first of all, I would rather you burden me heavily mm-hmm. than act the way that you were acting. Yeah. So just true. remember, it's better for you and it's better for everybody to just get help and to take time for yourself. Yeah. There's nothing and wrong I, with that. And I do need to do better at that too. Like, And so that's something Olivia helped me figure out is I just need to take a break um, I can't do this mom thing the way other moms can do it. And that's okay. I but you don't know what just, all moms can do. You're seeing the picture perfect moms that are doing this stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I, what I'm saying is like, I can't do the stay at home mom thing every single day and other moms can. So what's great for me and what I have to realize is I can't do that. And I have to take a break, even if I like don't have a job necessarily to go to. Yeah. You know, and I think I have a hard time feeling like I need to take a break once in the week to do something for myself. If it's not actually twice in a week. Okay, maybe if it's not like doing something. You have literally gone on and on and on about how I need to take a break. Ugh, I know. And I don't even, I'm not doing this 24-7. You're a mom 24-7. Why should you tell me to take a break from doing this, but you're not willing to take a break yourself for two days out of the week? Because it it's not like a job. It's, it's, it's just kids. It's just raising another human being. <laughs> it's like actually so I'm easy, bad right? at it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, though. It's just yes, a ridiculous thing. It's society. It's the Christian community. And I'm getting pissed off now because that's so annoying that people make other people feel like it's not right. Yeah. All moms are different. And if one mom wants to stay at home with their five kids every day, I think that's the coolest thing ever. I could never do that. No. And I will never be OK with people shaming mom shaming other people. I don't know if I've ever felt mom shame from other people. But even if you're worried at all, what if people think this or what if people think that? I don't want to scare people. I don't want my mom to think she has to help me. I don't want to. I can handle it. I'm fine. Well, I I think that way because of the women I have to look up to, like my mom. It just makes me feel like I should be able to handle it on my own. You know what I mean? Not, And I'm yeah. not saying that's right. I'm saying this is why I get those thoughts and those are wrong thoughts. But it's like, I think it's cool to ask for help. That sounds like a weird poster. That I would know. be in like a school. It's cool to ask it's for cool. help. Um, yeah. I No, I genuinely do. I think, I think it's great when people ask for help because that means they're wanting to learn and they're wanting to get better. So. And, and also like it makes me feel validated like no you should get help I'm a- I'm telling you like I'm asking you if you need help because mm-hmm. I care about you and I feel mm-hmm. like you need help because you do a lot yeah you know what I mean so yeah when my mother-in-law or my mom ask me if I need help over anything it makes me feel like oh okay it is okay for me to need help on something mm-hmm. so that's true you know one of my favorite things about you 
that you you do differently than it actually none of my friends do this you want to know what it is yeah. is you accept when I offer to do something and you ask me for things and I really like that I do. other than today like when I couldn't accomplish getting you coffee because I was frantically trying to get here uh-huh. I like that you asked me like I like that you like one time when we first started being friends I offered to bring you soup and you said actually yeah that'd be great I've never in my whole life had a friend say yeah Oh, wow. So I think for people, like I was telling you, like, don't rob me of my blessing. Oh, mm-hmm. if I'm offering to come help you, actually, yeah. it's kind of annoying when people don't let me mm-hmm. because then that makes me feel like, well, there's no point in me offering then. Mm-hmm. But you accept that. So I think that you need to adapt that into your life. Yeah. And it's funny because I used to not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was me. A, not trusting people, and B, like being on a high horse and having pride over something. Like, no, I can do this. Oh, yeah, that's me too. I don't want any help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll dish and out so the advice, but... I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No, 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 I'm fine, seriously. Um, as I, like, scream, laugh into the microphone. Um, <laughs> so what I have learned is I... I and I used to ask people if they need anything and not really mean it like oh like do you want help I actually don't really want to help you and I realized I was doing that and I'm like I'm not going to do that anymore and now I mean it only a hundred percent and so I if I trust the person I now take that a hundred percent and so I had Mm -hmm. to change my mindset on it if I don't believe someone when they say like, oh, I'd love to help you on this thing. I'm like, mm, I actually don't really trust that person and mm. don't think they actually mean that. When yeah. you, I actually think you mean it. Yeah. You know. Totally. So, but that's cool. I'm glad I do that. <laughs> Go get me some coffee then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but I think, so what is a good takeaway for you? Do you think after all of that? I feel like we talked about a few takeaways. Well, advice then maybe for other moms that are feeling the same way. They feel Mm -hmm. like they need to tell other people what you wish you would accept yourself. (laughs) Nothing. It's hard when I'm like in it, you know, if you need help, get help. You're not a bad mom. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it for you. (laughs) Um, Seriously. Take it's because breaks. I'm in the thick of it, so it's like hard for me to. Okay, I'll do it. Take <laughs> breaks. Having children is having a job. It's fine if your house isn't clean because in the end we're all gonna die. Oh, that's a really good one. Um, and you are should not be ashamed of getting angry if your kids are crying for even an hour straight, even that's ten true. minutes straight. Yeah. So. It's okay to need help. It is okay to need help. It does not make you I any think, less of a mom. Yeah, I think I need to need to repeat that to myself. I don't need help with anything. That's why I take things away from you. I think that everybody should know that they're not alone and it's okay to get angry and it's okay to yeah. process things like maybe there are people listening that don't naturally get like actually angry. But everybody is getting upset in their own ways and it's okay to have those feelings and it's okay to process them, but try to fix them too and get better. Absolutely. Talk 
talking through things with someone that you trust and who can help you analyze the situation and get down to the root of it. I definitely know I wanted to do this episode to let other people know like anger is okay. And if you get angry over something, it means you're passionate about it and you care. But don't let it take control and don't let it get too far. Mm -hmm. Like right once it's happening, talk about it. Yeah. But I also kind of think that my rage motivates me. Yeah, that's okay. It fuels me. Just don't let it, um, like, don't, don't, like, hurt anything. (laughs) Maybe I'll hurt the wall. Okay, last thing I'll say, though, that I just thought, I think it's hard for me, which I think people would relate to this, is that if I tell somebody what's going on, like, if I were to audio message you or call you when I was that angry, right, Mm -hmm. I then would feel like that person would think I couldn't handle it if they wanted to talk to me about something. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I started crying when you started talking to me about something, I wouldn't want you to think that you couldn't ever talk to me about something again. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I'm like trying if, to track. Like if <laughs> okay. <clears throat> If I were to call a friend when I was that angry and mm-hmm. I was like, listen, I'm so angry about this and I'm bawling and I'm crying, I think that automatically takes away my strength and then they feel like they can't talk to me about stuff. Because if I can't handle my own crap, mm. how could they talk to me about theirs? And I've always liked that I can be kind of a solace for people that they can talk to me about things. 100%. I... Okay, there's actually someone in particular who I noticed. Um, there are two on the Enneagram. They're the hospitable type. They love helping people. They need a lot of love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they also need an outlet. And so mm. what they have actually told me is, and it didn't have to do with me, that someone um, in particular was always leaning on this person who's a two Mm -hmm. and she didn't feel like she could share anything with that person Mm -hmm. because the other person had problems yeah and issues they had to get through and so she was like I just don't feel like I can talk to people about it and so I have made it very clear in my brain that whenever I talk to this person about things that they too can share. And so I ask them, how are they feeling about things? And mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. And I'm like, no, I, I want to talk about you. Mm. And so I'm trying to do better, like meeting them with more often so that we can both talk about things to each other because they're a trusted person and I really love their input on stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't want them to feel like they can't talk to me about things, but I have to open the door for them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think for me, I would I would just rather hear what's going on in other people's lives. Me too. I just want to know. But you still talk to me about things. Yeah, I do. But not when I'm at the peak. No, and I also don't think that's always healthy. No, because I'm not, I'm my least good self. Yeah, and and not I think worst, the only person good. that will ever see me like that is Zav. Yeah. Unless I'm like in a psychiatric ward in a few months or something like that. Which then maybe will be. That's okay, no shame. <laughs> that's what we talked about today. Yeah, I mean, hey, 
get the help you need to get honestly <laughs> that's true <laughs> maybe yeah but maybe before that point yeah hopefully hopefully that. that's that's before what the, the therapist jacket is comes for in. um yeah okay well i mean i feel like these conversations are so deep and they're I rooted know. um but i think the good takeaway is that you're not alone and it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to get help yeah Honestly, that's why I wanted to I do this. I almost dropped the mic, but this is a new table. I didn't want to do yeah, that on this table. Yeah, please don't do that on my table. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed eavesdropping with Olivia and Lisa. Ooh, I like that. And um, we can do more of these if you guys like them, but just let us know. Yeah. Let us know if that is boring or interesting. Yeah. Or like, don't share too much. Just kidding. We're going to keep sharing too much. <laughs> probably too much yeah i think it's just good not to feel alone but anyway um okay well it's always better when salt Salt and pepper pepper come come together together. we'll see you guys next bye all right guys thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed today's show and you pictured both lisa and i throwing things across our house as always you can follow us at the salt and pepper podcast on instagram and personally at olivia corinne and at lisa brosser ursu i'm still getting her to try and change that name there are links um in the show notes below you can also join our facebook group and the salt and pepper podcast insiders there we will just like hang out with you guys and chill and have fun um and i think that's it so we will see you guys next tuesday thanks for listening tune in every tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts be sure to subscribe and please rate and review Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.